Welcome to The Mind Killer, the rationalist brain on politics. We're coming at you live today from the New York City Solstice Mega Meetup. As always, I'm Wesley Fenza. I'm Yunyash Brodsky. And I'm David. All right, we have no real program today. So we're just interviewing people who are here at the Mega Meetup and getting some takes. And we're, our first guest is Skylar, Hello. the Global Rationality Meetup Coordinator. Hello, it's good to be here. Good to have you. You All are right. finally stepping All out right, of the shadows, Mr. Shadowy Overlord. Am I Shadowy mm. Overlord? I was on your Vibe Camp podcast, That's, and I introduced myself there. You were pretty shadowy, though. We disguised your name and, uh, and your voice. Really? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't listen to no. it because it was a paid one, and no. I don't you know, agree. We did a free preview. <laughs> Yeah, we but. did disguise your face, though. Did we? It's a podcast. <laughs> How did my face be disguised? I mean, I guess you disguised it very, very well. Exactly. <laughs> We're very good at our job. <laughs> All right, Skylar, what's changed between Vibe Camp and now for your uh, global uh, meetup coordinating career that you got going here? Feeling a lot more comfortable with it. Hey. I have a general rule that I don't trust myself until I've done something the third time. Mm-hmm. Like the first two are just trials. I'm, I'm messing around. And uh, yeah, we did ACX everywhere in the fall and that went smoothly. So next time I will feel like, okay, I actually know what I'm doing. All right. This. And you've done this, uh, how many times is this for the Mega Meetup for you? Mega Meetup. This would be the third Mega Meetup I've run, I believe. All right, so you can trust yourself after this one until we burn the place down? Until you burn the place down. I mean, this one was a big change from previous years. Yeah, so we're in a hotel now. What led to that decision? Um, So one of the, a bit of history, previous uh, Mega Meetups have been held in Airbnbs. Um, The first Mega Meetup was held in a New York City group house, and their decision, uh, as I've been told, was no, not again. That was way too many people in a New York apartment. And that was kind of, if I remember what you said last night correctly, sort of an impromptu thing. Like, just a lot of people were coming for the solstice, and you said, hey, let's go ahead and just have a big meetup of everyone here, as long as you're here. To be clear, this does predate me. Okay. Um, But I believe the sequence is New York City does a great solstice, so people come from out of town to New York City. And... You could all come out from out of town and get different hotels, and then you go, wait a minute, this is silly, we want to hang out with each other. So where do we do that? And you try somebody's apartment, and then they go, wait, this is a bit too crowded for us. And then somebody tries, all right, let's all rent an Airbnb together. That'll work great. And it does work great, and people have a great time. You have natural hangout space in the living room. Um, but what works even better is then you get Skylar to do it for you. <laughs> so... Mega Meetup was run by Taman, and then it was run by Michael Turner, and then... Uh, it was run by me, and one of the pieces... Why, why are we in the hotel? Um, because one of the pieces of feedback that came up a lot was the mega meetup was way too crowded, um, or I had to turn people away. It was like, we don't have space here. Yeah, there was not a lot of common space in that in that uh, Airbnb last year. <laughs> no. Um, not a lot of bedroom space either. I mean, the meetup is cool, and people want to come to it, which is great, uh, but it turns out... You, there is no such thing as a 10-bedroom Airbnb in New York City. What? <laughs> if there is, I, I mean, couldn't find it. I mean, there used to be, but then they passed the law being like, no party houses. Yeah. See, this is why I'm opposed to laws. <laughs> I mean, this is a big reason why I'm like, I, I don't like regulation of new industries, because things are cool, and then they pass the regulations, and then they suck. Yeah. So you start asking yourself, what's a the bigger version of an Airbnb, and the answer is, that's a hotel. You're describing a hotel with common <laughs> space. All right, let's try that then. So, <coughs> All right, how's it going so far? Uh, I think pretty well. There's been a few hiccups, a few things going wrong. I don't think anything's been critical or a disaster. 
Skyler, tell you, me you've been tied up here for about um, like three minutes now. I guarantee you something's on fire in the <laughs> other room. The problem is I'm not even looking at my phone to check the request organizers. Nor things. should you be. Tell me about the preparedness that you had, because you had a ridiculous level of preparedness coming into this. He was prepared for if this hotel didn't exist. Hey, what was the backup plan? Um, there, I had a list of other hotels nearby and had a quick like check how many rooms they have available. And my fallback plan was, okay, everybody, I've rented who is staying overnight. I've like rented you another hotel. Here's the check-in information. Go. The mega meetup part would basically fail because I don't have a fail-back for the conference space. But I take it very seriously when I say you will have a roof over your head tonight. That there is in fact a roof over everybody's head. I have never That's once... a good thing to take seriously. Yeah. If everything else screwed up, I would say there is a roof over your head and there is the amount of food that I told you would happen. I have never once thought I am booking a large hotel at a website that is a legitimate hotel holiday inn. What if this is all a scam and the building doesn't even exist? <laughs> like, just does not rise to the level of consciousness. I, I had, or the building burned down the week before, or, like, there's myriad yeah, fail cases. there's a gas leak. Or they just overbooked the rooms, which definitely happens sometimes. Oh, damn. Not uh, professional. Or no. Al-Qaeda had a horrible coordination failure <laughs> on the next te- terrorist attack on New York City. <laughs> uh, boss, um... Had a bit of a mistake, but <laughs> the Holiday in Inn is a crater. I would love that if, um, you know, then after the next terrorist attack, everything in the whole city was shut down except Solstice. Mm. We were like, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a plan for natural disasters sufficient that New York City shuts down. That plan was announced on all bandwidths, whatever New York Public Services has. Yeah, I was going to say, that announcement's go home. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but I like thought through, is there anything I can do here? I'm not saying I had good solutions for all the things I came up with. Okay. Enough of this inside baseball nonsense. What is your hottest take? Hmm. We're going to re- we're going to score you te- uh, one t- through ten afterwards, so all the pressure in the world. Hottest take. C- can you scope that at all for me? Just like rationalist specific or uh, just current yeah, events fine. if you can manage it but don't feel constrained. Okay, you know what? I'm going to... Hot take, not current event. I think uh, people read the news wrong. I think the correct way to deal with news is on a one-month delay. Ignore everything that happened in the last, like, 30 days, and at the end of the month, set aside one day to look what happened. That is absolutely incorrect. It is a two-week delay. Yes. 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 1.5 out of 10. (laughs) Yeah, that That was... uh, That is a frigid take. Okay. All right. um, Here's a better take. Um, my take is I don't think stairs can be out of order. How about that? <laughs> um, I the pipes go through a lot of stairwells and are exposed. Uh-huh. I believe something like burst or leaked. I don't know. I heard it was fine. I okay. climbed up those stairs. They're a okay for no, listeners. Wait. There is uh, there's In no fairness. way to get down here into this conference space except the elevator because the stairs that come down here are marked out of order. Probably <laughs> the lights are broken. In fairness, no, the lights are working. Oh, oh, Inyash, you yeah. did fly in out of Denver, so your shoes, I assume, are waterproof. Ish. I've never really tested them. I don't have an empirical argument here that the stairs are or aren't safe. My gesture here is, I just imagine, 
you know, a week from now going, so what went wrong at the Mega Meetup? Oh, the hotel put an out-of-order sign on a room and people went into it and then something bad happened. Like, I go, that is an extremely predictable way for problems to happen. That's okay. That's a liability thing, though. The hotel can't be sued because they put up the sign and we're taking our risks. Okay. That, is, that is definitely like a pre-mortem thing you would come up with. I did not have stairs were out of order on my things that could go wrong. I thought... Elevator out of order, sure. I had stairs out of order. It is Mitch int- Hedberg had a great bit on this. You can't have out of order escalators. You can just have escalators that are temporarily stairs. Sign should say thank you for the convenience. Exactly. <laughs> it's interesting. Like some so many of the problems that I'm used to dealing with for Mega Meetup here, I can just kind of pass to the hotel and be like, "You deal Isn't with that it." Isn't that great to have somebody else who's actually in charge of the facility? And yet, if there are problems, I often don't know why they're a problem, and I have less bandwidth to get into the gears and try to fix it myself? Oh, I mean, most of the time it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so many things are your fault. As the Indeed. reason you aren't fixing things right now is literally because Wes sat you down right That's here. That's true. <laughs> Basically. Speaking of which, get the fuck out of here. Alright, who wants right. to be our next New guest? Guess. You look like you're in line? Uh, I don't actually have any hot takes. Okay, okay. And well, also, I do not want my name associated with this. You can, <laughs> we, we can leave you anonymous. No offense, it's just like the only reason you're on like sit, deep, deep, deep. Sit, no, no, no. Gray, get, 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 get around right, 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 right. All right. All right, okay. you don't have to say an anonymous person. Introduce yourself as you would like to be known to the world. I am a person who will remain anonymous on this podcast. She's the ninth anonymous. Try to get your get your face a little closer to the recorder there. All right, anonymous uh, hotel guest. Um, all right, I assume you don't listen to our show. I do listen to your oh, you show. You do listen to our show. <laughs> she was just telling us how oh, she corrected us. Remember? That's why you don't want your name associated with us. That makes way more sense. <laughs> all right, so uh, give us a uh, give us a news opinion you have. Hmm. What do we got going on? We got all the AI stuff, we got all right? The we got the open AI debacle. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Israel Gaza. Oh, I think the board was totally right. To fire Sam? Like, they're right that OpenAI isn't doing enough to, like, prevent AI apocalypse, and that's their one job. But right. is that even why they fired him? Is that what, like, is that what you think is going on? They're doing the one thing they can do. Yeah. Wait, they so have one thing they can do, and that's, by, that's expressed disapproval by firing the CEO, and they did it. So, so you think that's why it was? You think that it was about AI safety, Sam wasn't taking it seriously enough, and they were like, we need to get him out, we need to get a different guy in who's going to be safer about this. Yeah, I, like, I don't think their plan worked, but I think they're okay. like... Really decent people doing their best. Why and they... I think it's creepy that now the board has no women on it. They fired the only women. Okay, why? Okay. If that was the okay, reason, why I'm would gonna... you say that? Okay, I'm gonna give that an eight point five. <laughs> I was going to give it an eight because that's a quite hot take. Except Inyash agrees with it. Wait, uh, which part do I agree with? Um, open AI. Yeah, open AI is not doing enough to make the world awesome. I um. Don't know if that's true. I I'm giving you the extra half point because the uh, spicy but inconsequential take that <laughs> the board was actually doing this for AI safety reasons rather than boardroom politics. I think the more oh, I, I'm not excluding boardroom politics. <laughs> I think the Both more interesting is definitely the most likely uh, possibility. Okay, we'll split the difference. You talked me down to giving you a score of eight point two five. That's my final offer. <laughs> really interesting parts about this is this is like how 
power consolidation happens. Like, regardless of whether it was for safety or for board drama or whatever, like, their one job is to fire him if he needs to be fired for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And they did their one job, and then they got thrown out for doing that. Like, this yeah, was no, this is Yeah, no, that's like a failure of, like, whoever designed the setup yeah, yeah. to be failure. Yeah. No, it's absolutely a, no. it is. It is they 100%. They really hard to make no. the, the company accountable no, it, for the board. No, and it didn't end up being fully accountable for the board. No. Because the, like, um... The uh, employees no. were all on Altman's side. Right. No, no, it's a check. No, it's a checks and balances thing. There, so there's the no board, one ever board, check. The board. No, the check is the board can fire the CEO yeah. if they don't botch the implementation enough that Microsoft and the employees <laughs> lose their shit. Okay, but, but that's like, true about like, Microsoft. Microsoft that part. In the <laughs> See, I think that's not supposed to be. Part I think of it, if yeah. it was about there was a failure of imagination by a culture company <laughs> like, who's trying to build an incredibly powerful thing and keep it contained. You could just and as has demonstrated that they're bad at doing that. Yeah, you could just as easily say that like their job is to fire the CEO as long as the CIA doesn't get involved and start assassinating board members. Yeah, which is also technically true, <laughs> but not what the uh, issue is. I think if it was actually about AI safety, they would have just said that. Because like eighty percent yeah. of the country, when they when they get polled, is like, yeah, I, I'm worried about AI killing us all. Like right. I saw Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as, if that was it, they could have just said like, oh yeah, he's not doing enough on AI safety. We want to we want to get someone in there who's safer. So, and like then there probably would have been like much less of a of a. a um, Backlash to it. Right. To be fair, I have a mostly that guy's opinion on the news and don't really follow this that closely. What is the most? Are you mean Skyler specifically? Um, the, you should only re listen to the Wii U news every two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so much happier when I, mean, I don't follow Thank you, Stephen. I mean, that's that's our opinion on the news, too. That's why we put out our podcast every two weeks. I, I love that yeah. Stephen gets his yeah. news almost entirely through us and he says, I'm so much happier because I'm only stressed out one day out of every two weeks. Happier and probably better informed. <laughs> Possibly. Because the stuff that comes out the day of is all wrong. <laughs> the reason why We said I... that he got kicked off the board. And he ended up not kicked off the board because it happened just the well, day before we published. Well, he did get kicked off the board. Temporarily, yeah. <laughs> that is what happened. <laughs> right. The reason why I have so few headlines in this story is because I, too, get my news from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who supplies the news to this podcast? Then? Me and Yeah. Uh, and we, we, we do the, the Twitter minds work and the discord minds work and i now have a service which i use which i actually find really useful but i don't want to name them until i've had a chance to contact them and ask them if they'll this give me podcast money to name sponsor them. sponsor ground news <laughs> <laughs> um i read the news yeah. so you guys don't uh, have to also occasionally literally this, this joker will feed me stories I've and thought, then i'll put them on the all right i have thought david this once. is a podcast <laughs> yes when you say this joker you have to say who you're talking about I will point him out when he sits down in front of them. All right. I have more Would you than like once. A Why not? I've All more right. than once considered. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you. Anonymous, Bye, anonymous Nice talking to you. Considered quitting the podcast just because reading the news so much has started made me depressed, you know? And I'm like, but I have to read the news for the podcast. No, just be like David. He doesn't read the news. Yeah. But David is the least useful member of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's nonsense. You contribute very little news to the podcast, yes, which but is the I whole point of the host. Most of the takes, which is the <laughs> which actual are the point worst of the takes. Yes. Not always. Sometimes they're good. Aren't they supposed to be bad? Isn't the podcast supposed to be mind-killing? That's true. You call it the mind-killer. That that mean, presumably means that the podcast is supposed to have that function. Well, you I kill your mind using chemistry, mice. yes? 
Strange you kill your mind using chemistry? Oh, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, strange, strange person sitting diagonally from me. Who are you? Um, some of you may recognize my voice. I do not care on this occasion to be identified. <laughs> All right, well, too bad, because they're going to run uh, voice identification software on you, apparently. <laughs> I mean, because I, that's what the news does now. I've gone through a lot of trouble to Google myself and determined that I'm not. Did we? Thanks to having a... No, that happened be- between our last podcast. Yeah, yeah, now, that right? should be on the next episode. Oh, my God. Did you hear about that with Beth Jesus? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Insane shit. Uh, you think you hate journalists enough, but you really don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anonymous podcast listener. Give us a hot take. Uh, Israel needs to reverse the Islamic conquest. It must stretch from the river to the sea, more specifically the Gambia River to the Sea of Japan. Oh! <laughs> Isn't that all of Africa? That's all of... Well, that's, that's the northern Asia. half of Africa and pretty much all of Asia. That's a hot take. And David? You're going to need to find a lot of Jews. One billion Israelis. Might be enough. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, I give it one billion Israelis out of ten. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm elaborating on why. follow. Yes, follow up question. <laughs> why? I mean, that's where most of the the external threats to its safety come from. Are somewhere? Oh, in that the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yes. yes he that think, was a, you know, He thinks Israel should conquer the world in self defense. Yes. I, my my approach to this, like my approach to the wars of Israel is fundamentally Catonian. Right. Right. Catonian. <laughs> Wasn't it Cato? No, it can't have been Cato because the conquest started while Cato was alive. I mean, it was yeah. basically yeah, Tacitus who commented that the Roman Empire conquered the world in self-defense. Uh, one second. Well, oh, you take God. you take the cities around you to provide us a buffer zone, but you give it a generation, and, and those then cities have, basically become your empire, and, and so they you, need a buffer zone. Yeah, and, and then so you've you, got a border. Then yeah, you have yeah, a much yeah. larger border with en- that where enemies still live. So right. you have to conquer all of what all of what's now the hinterlands of the empire and then it's okay, a those vicious cycle because <laughs> after a generation of people being you know like on the edge of your empire and contributing to it they start to feel like citizens and you start to feel like you owe them something no. otherwise there's going to anyway, be an uprising yeah, Israel, yeah, Israel can do this relatively bloodlessly they have fantastic electronic warfare capabilities they can uh, <laughs> simply threaten to email the browser histories of the enemy's soldiers to their mothers no this is all wrong you don't have to do it that way mm. just do it the way America does it mm. where you've got you know Oceans on uh, to to the two sides, no. and on the other sides are countries we basically conquered, but like we don't uh, administer. Hmm. So like they're protecting us, vassal states, right? So it's like we're not exposed there, but at the same time, like they're basically ours. we're less exposed because we have it, obligations to defend. That's part of vassalage. Yeah, it, it was Libby, Libby. Okay, but yes, that yeah. Conquer the immediate threats. Now you have a much larger border with mm. additional threats on it that need to be conquered. And I think by the time you get to both the Gambia River and the Sea of Japan, then everything will have been then it'll be fixed one way or another. Bigger problem. Eventually, there's more population outside of Rome than inside of Rome, so your culture is diffuse enough that are you even Rome anymore? So clearly, one billion Israelis uh, is not that, enough. We're that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem with the Iron Age city states, not with modern nations. I disagree because Israel expands after. Mm, or Israel Israel scales more gracefully than Rome. Even the United States is several countries, not in legal terms, but in practicality. If you travel from the East Coast to the flyover states to DC, they feel like literally different countries that have different opinions on how they are being governed and what their place within the American Empire is. Well, it's interesting. 9.7, say more. 
Well, no, it's interesting <laughs> we'll because around the US more. because the United States was always meant to be several different countries. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're called states. Right. That's why that's they're the thing called, you call. That's why they're called these United States. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they're like yeah. they're all separate states. Um, we just you know have this pact that we're going into to be like loosely confederated here and unfortunately it keeps getting tighter and, and more centralized yeah and some very terrible case law about exactly how that's supposed to be done i gotta um, say i, I just, guess that that's my other hot take is overturn wickard except that on this podcast that one is so cold that you could run an mri with it you also yes. gotta explain wickard uh wickard v Philburn is a supreme court case where under Congress's interstate commerce power, it was permissible to regulate wheat that was being privately oh, grown on that your own wicker. land that you had no intention of ever selling because that would cause you to not buy wheat in interstate commerce and therefore affect the market for the interstate market for wheat. Every yeah. time you don't spend money, you're affecting the market. Yeah. It was the most contrived Supreme Court opinion since Dred Scott. Yeah, it, it was that there is <coughs> some intense competition, but it is one of the worst things the Supreme Court has ever done. And uh, his concurrence in Gonzalez v. Rach, which extended it to drug laws, is definitely the worst thing that Antonin Scalia has ever done. Hmm. All right, so you, anonymous listener, or ever did, have been here since yesterday, right? Yes. All right, how's the mega meetup going so far? I'm having fun. A bunch of people I don't get to see the rest of the time. We uh, got through playing an extremely fast-paced game of Russian roulette without any casualties. Excellent. Like, even in-game casualties? Uh, several in-game casualties, oh, but wow, okay. uh, none, none external to the game, which would be intense. <laughs> um, all right, that, so that is sorry, folks. That that is a, there is a board game called World Championship Russian Roulette, which models the eponymous game pretty well. And I I was in on it. It is quite fun. Is this the first time the three of us have been in the same room at the same time? Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you did you come to the mega meetup last year? Uh, I was at last year's mega meetup. All right. Yes. So what's uh, what's your verdict? Hotel or House. So far, I'm leaning party house, but it's still only the first full day, so... Really? I think the hotel's better. Why is that? Well, I had, like, a designated space to sleep, first of all. <laughs> That's a nice place. I could get in late and not worry about, like, claiming a room. Yeah, yeah. That that part is a positive. I am wondering if there, there, there's probably a way to arrange that better, but uh, right yeah, now... Yeah, the leave. organizer does a ton of work. <laughs> uh, but also, I mean, these common spaces are just way more... Uh, Spacious. Mm-hmm. That's also true. I feel like, like I said it. By, by, the end of, by the end of tonight's phase of the party, my opinion on the, in, in that regard may have shifted. Plus, you know, you have the party in a separate space from where you're sleeping. So if you want to go make out, you go back up to the room. Valid. It's a very, very big advantage it of is, hotel the, the number of people who can plausibly walk in on you is quite a bit lower. Yes, indeed. What's well, the, that's not necessarily. That's not positive. necessarily a positive. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know where the after party is? It's here. Oh, it is. Okay. Why would it be anywhere else? else? We're in it right now. Sometimes people do in different places. Well, I see. We were talking. I was talking to Sky about this, and we were like, "What do we want to do? Parties in rooms or in the event space?" But now that we're here, definitely definitely the event event space. space. Uh, Also, Uh, all right. Is there anyone in the room who has takes? I have takes. All right. Okay. Take with the taking. (laughs) (laughs) Introduce yourself as you would like to be known on this podcast. Hi, Massimo Gucci. Welcome. Um, coming in from uh, Montreal. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I am another Canadian. Number Jesus. one non-subscriber Mindkiller fan. Because mm. uh, clearly I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. I don't know who here is a subscriber. Um, I have two different takes. Do you want like the Mindkiller specific one, or do you want like a general hot take? Give us the hottest one. Ooh. Okay, probably the hotter one is a general one, okay. which is okay. 
I think like I don't know if it was like David specifically, but you guys had like a Bayesian conspiracy episode a while ago that kind of convinced me um, <laughs> to be mostly in support of like the gun culture in the U.S. Oh, okay, right. But my hot take is that I hold the opinion that like support the gun culture in the U.S. I'm glad we have this you know large unconquerable superpower that is generally like in favor of the values uh, that I'm in favor of that is like world police. And also, I never want to live there. And I'm not in support of gun culture, like in, I'm in Canada. Okay. Right? Uh, I give that a five out of five because that was a very great but cold take for the first half and a very hot but terrible take for the second half. So, straight great. up the middle. You said five out of five, though. Or five out of ten. Five okay. Out of ten. okay. All right. Darn. Well, what do you expect Why? from a Canadian? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I kind of like the idea. You want someone to be the world police, but you don't want it to be you. Yeah, that's that sounds like a Wesleyan idea, honestly. Yeah. So, so yeah. are you just it's the free rider opportunity? Yeah, yeah. So are exactly. you just going to like you know call the nearest U.S. Coast Guard or um, National Guard unit if you need to like kill a grizzly bear or a moose or <laughs> <What>? something? <laughs> They're Canadians. I mean, they we have, have sharp sticks. They know how to kill grizzlies with them. I mean, we yeah, have. Yeah, I guess you use the st- sharp sticks to get the maple syrup out of trees. Look, this is how badass the Canadians are. All they and need is a sharp stick and they take down a bear. What yeah. if you're attacked by 30 to 40 feral hogs? Ooh. Do we have feral hogs in Canada? I don't actually know this. Uh, probably. You have feral hogs just about everywhere. It can, they can migrate up and adapt over the next <laughs> decade or so. Well, anyway, I mean, we have a police force, right? That has guns and, and everything? I, yeah. And do you, how do you feel about that? That's fine. Uh, two guys who share a horse. <laughs> Wait, do so you think it's okay for the police to have guns and nobody have. else? Yeah. That's a terrible take. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the mind killer specific take? The mind killer specific take, and I think you and David should do at some point a double crux on the AI stuff, right? Because every time it comes up, mm. it's just like you both kind of wave your sticks at each other. <laughs> you're you like, do, you're you wrong. Do, you do bicker about it quite a bit. He was yeah, recently, you, by he, I mean David, was recently uh, saying on the podcast that he worries that a government regulation on AI will actually increase the chance of us all dying or being yeah. know, in horrible torture forever, which was an interesting take. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you both have like very nuanced opinions, hmm. right? But you, because you don't that have time, you, so just, sure. you just sort of fall back into like, you know, tribal bickering, Right. right on on you know you assume things about each other uh, so I, I I'm seeing an inverse um, correlation between temperature and correctness for you <laughs> well, what, uh, what, so what I is, give that so I give that one a three out of ten what is, what, is it, what is incorrect about this take no I think no, it's, no, it's I'm correct. saying it's, it's just cold. not spicy oh it's cold okay I, I think the greatest point of disagreement is David thinks any power at all given to government will inevitably lead to more corruption and horribleness, and I think that's not necessarily the case. Some governments are okay and do some things all right. I, I don't think, think it's, it's necessarily the case. I'm just saying it's the smart money. Uh, yes, the expected value of new government action is negative. Okay. See, I think there's some cases where the expected value is positive. They're rare, but this, they exist. This is why you fail. <laughs> that's exactly my point. But that's the thing. Cause, so, like, Inyash, you yeah. really think the U.S. government, like, being, you know, if the U.S. government had complete control over this, mm-hmm. things would go well. Com- complete control over what? Over the AI. AI stuff. No, I don't think a government can have complete control over AI. I okay, but, but, you know, if, hypothetically. The U.S. There is the no US hypothetical. Gov- the the best thing the U.S. government can do is slow things down so we can make an AI no, 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 but, that but is like, safe. Hypothetically. Yeah. Like, because, like, what are you arguing for when you're arguing? Hypothetically, once the amazing AI is actually made, then the future's in its hands. 
So yes. it, it doesn't matter if the government makes it or if, you know... Yeah, but I, I mostly agree with you on this Okay, one. Right, but if right. the government... Like, the U.S. government mm-hmm. could, could just announce to the world that we're not allowing anyone to have these big compute clusters. Right. Right? And mm-hmm. then, like... Be like, okay, we're only allowing, you know, this one lab to do it, yeah. or we're not allowing anybody to do it. Right, right. Or so I think that's the question. That's, that's what down. that's what the US being in control. Okay. Yeah. Like. But, but I, that I'm, slows down AI advancement by I think, hopefully a decade or two. Well the question is mostly like could the US government like successfully execute on a plan like that? I think it could definitely slow down AI development by a decade or two by doing that. I mean, if we wanted if we really wanted to, and I know there is no public support for this, so it won't happen, but drop a few nukes and uh, on um, was it Singapore that makes just about all the chips? Taiwan. 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 Okay, yeah. very close. Almost the same place. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? Nuke Singapore too, just to be safe. All right. All right. <laughs> drop a few nukes on Taiwan, and that'll set back AI development for quite a number of years. Okay, we've got it. The 10 out of 10 takes. The U.S. should invade Taiwan. Yeah. And Singapore, just to be safe. Uh, when you say Taiwan, I think you mean China. That's <laughs> No, when I say China, I mean Taiwan, the greater landlocked Chinese Taiwan Taipei. area. Yeah, yes. um, the Republic of China. I'm not saying this should happen, but I'm saying that would definitely. All right, free listeners, that's all you get. Uh, if you'd like to hear the rest, it goes for about an hour. Uh, then sign up, be a paid subscriber. Uh, you'll get access to our Discord channel. You'll get episodes early, and you'll get all of the bonus episodes like this one. There's some great conversation in the back half. Um, and we will uh, we'll play you the ending here because Skylar has a pitch for everybody um, about filling out the uh, the less wrong census. So go do that. Um, and here's the ending. This is now descended into chaos. So I think it's time to end the podcast. Aww. Unless anyone has any takes that are dying to get out. <laughs> oh God, Skylar has one. I don't one. have a take. I have a pitch. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your pitch? Well, say it loud because you're kind of far from the microphone. The Less Wrong Community Census is going on. If oh. you wind up at Less Wrong and want to give a little bit more data for me to play with. Cool. All, All right, you're running it this year. I'm running it this year. All right, go take the census. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, if you listen this far, it means you're a paid subscriber. So you are the people most important to us. So come on our Discord and tell us, uh, you know, everything we're doing wrong or everything we're doing right or all the takes you d- agree or disagree with. And uh, we'll have a, a great conversation about it. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs>